Business and Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Kay, here with the amazing Jennifer Conkey. Hi, everybody. And we have a very exciting guest for you today. I am super excited to introduce the one and only Forbes Riley. Um, Forbes, take it away. And I have to say for our listeners, um, she's going to have to describe because Forbes brought props with her today. And we, these are our first props we've ever had on the Business and Bliss show. So this is a moment here in time. So Forbes, we're going to turn it over to you. Tell us all about you and what you brought with you today. We're so excited to have you. Well, actually, I just love the whole energy of the girl power. So good morning, ladies, and all of everybody listening. Um, if you don't know who I am, that's why they invented Google and YouTube. <laughs> just getting that point. Come on, Oprah, you don't have to have an introduction. But no, the truth is I've been an actress and a TV host my whole life. Uh, I've been lucky enough to be at the beginning. Remember, lucky is not the right word. At a lot of industries. Cable television was born while I was growing up. Infomercial started while I was growing up. The internet was born while I was growing up. So all of those things, you know, I look at my kids who are 16, they're used to having all of these things. But being a pioneer sometimes means you get arrows. And I've learned a lot of lessons along the way. And I tell the story that not only through my career, I grossed $2.5 billion for uh, between home shopping and infomercials and work with people like Mario Lopez and George Foreman and Jack LaLanne and the Sharks of Shark Tank, uh, a lot of people along the way, um, including Kim Kardashian. I mean, truly, if you want to Google YouTube, my name and Kim, you'll see I gave her a very first start in television uh, in her very first infomercial for a steam iron. She had no TV credits at the time. Uh, so it's been an amazing up and down journey. I've certainly lived the life of a very full woman. I helped, I've done a couple of talk shows. I've been in movies. I'm sure you guys have watched Splatter University, right? When the school colors are blood red. I star in that one. Uh, and then the latest thing that I've been working on for the last many years is how do you, how do you age gracefully? I was actually going to do a book called Bullshit, nobody ages gracefully. Um, I love it. <laughs> but uh, and I know if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see what I'm doing, but I have a thing called my spin gym in my hands. And my spin gym is a product that, yes, it might look like a yo-yo, but I will tell you, for people from wheelchairs to obesity to sitting in an office to my fiance who just won a Mr. World World Championship title, this thing will kick your butt, ignite you, change your state, and make you happy. And so I'm on a bit of a crusade in this second half of my journey mm -hmm. to promote health, wealth, and happiness. Amen. I love it. I love it. I need to get some of those for my youngest. Well, no, actually, for all four of my kids could actually benefit from that. I you can know? tell you, this is all of us. There's no one on the planet that doesn't benefit from this. And I've got videos for that. I've got videos that will show you young kids doing it, getting ready for surfing and swimming because this vibrates. It requires tension. It improves posture. I've got professional baseball pitchers. And so what I'm on now is, while I've sold a lot of product personally uh, as a spokesperson, and here's what I teach people. I teach two things. Uh, I teach a thing called Forbes Factor Live, which is a combination of how do you pitch what you do? How do you be engaging, exciting? I hate the word selling, don't like to sell, but I do like to enroll you. If I've yes. got something and I think you need it, baby, get your wallet out. Let's do this exchange. Give me your money, I'll give you my product, but let's go. So the second thing though that's even more important that I do is a very deep trauma release. And I can actually do this on one of you guys if you want. But when you see people who keep doing the same thing over and over again, by definition, that's just stupidity. It's not really. It's basically that something happened in your past that is fighting you and you almost go, wow, why is it part of me thinks I should be doing this and part of me thinks I should be doing something else? Yes? Yeah, and you need a parts integration. Yes. Oh, you are an NLP girl, I gotcha. Yeah. Yes, and people don't really know what that is. Yeah. They go to therapy, they sit on the couch for however long, 
in my world, we, we, we fix you in 20 minutes. You're in, yep. I'm done. Yep. So That's awesome. So you're a fellow, yeah, I'm a master practitioner of NLP and a certified hypnotherapist. I um, love that you already know about it. It's life changing. Walk yeah. us through, walk us through like, how did this come to be your spin gym? How did you, where did the idea come from? How did you make it a business? Such a incredibly okay, so successful one. one. You know, if you go, my favorite tool right now is YouTube because you can see, I've got about 2,500 videos on YouTube that really, in the old days, I had a half inch video from the cassette player and we couldn't show these. But I helped create the very beginning of selling fitness on television. I had a series called Fit TV. And if you Google that, you'll see me wearing my, and it's funny, because you'll see me wearing jackets. Back then, I didn't have any kind of body to speak about. I was overweight most of my life. My mom was 260 pounds. And so, but I was a dancer. So I had a great sense of my body. I just didn't understand the food thing, right? Fast food has just come out. And then if you're an emotionally traumatized person, you eat to stuff down emotions. Great, that was a, tr that was a horrible cycle and a very lonely one. In fact, I tell people, because I'm, you know, I'm a kind of a major motivational speaker now, how did you get started? Well, because I never drank, but my roommate was a raging alcoholic in New York and he took me to an AA meeting. And for the first time, I watched people stand up and share their story. Well, apparently in my little hometown, nobody shared anything because I had, I'm like, that person sounds like me. Wait, that person sounds like, wait, that, it was this eye opening thing going, wow, maybe I'm not the only one who suffers in right. silence. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. Big revelation. And it's why I love speaking so you can get your messaging out to people and really let them know they're not alone. Right. So I, with Body by Jake, helped literally do the first 1500 fitness products that you ever saw on television. We had a 24 hour cable network called Fit TV. And my job was to create the pitches. And to this day, I will stand as, and I'll challenge anybody, as like the world-class pitch creator. You give me a product, I don't care what it is, let's create the pitch. So let's try something here. Oh God, um, let's do it, can we? I've got this. Okay. Lisa, give me, give me 20 seconds and pitch my pen. Uh, you want me to, oh, you want me to pitch? You're on. Okay, you guys have got to test out this Sharpie. You think you've tried other Sharpies? I don't think so. Not until you've tried this one. The beautiful, bold red color. It really... <laughs> I don't even know. All right, Michael, you want to try? I'm done with my pitch. You're going to win. She's like, I can't do it. I don't know anything about a pen. Oh, you want me to go? Yep, go there, There's an ongoing epidemic. The epidemic that I'm talking about is not having a Sharpie to write all of your shit down. And not only can you use it to write shit down, but you can use it as a prop. And you know what I mean, ladies. You know what I mean when you get that Sharpie and you just have this itch that you need to get? Yeah, I'm done, go ahead. Sell it for us. <laughs> That's a vibrating Sharpie. I don't know what you are selling. So here's my pitch with a pen. And you know, it's really funny. My mom used to write me longhand notes. They were always written in a red Sharpie. I think that's because it's about a heart. And the crazy thing about a pen like this, it can reach out and touch your heart no matter where you are. Yeah. All of a sudden, if you don't sell the features of a product, but you sell the benefits of what it can do for somebody, you win. And this actually, not a Sharpie, but a pen got me my first job with Body by Jake. And from then, it is truly, when you look at my spin gym, I don't care that it's pink and it has three pieces of metal on the string. What I care about is that I can, in three weeks, take your arms from flabby to fabulous, that I can actually get your heartbeat racing while you're sitting in a chair because you are not going to the gym. And that's okay. If you're sitting behind a desk and if you're doing your work, you give me 60 seconds, you put on Ferrell's Happy and you start singing and doing this, your attitude changes, your state changes. You know what you get? Healthier, fitter, and more productive in just 60 seconds. I don't care what this costs, you need one. Yeah.
I want one right now. Right. I don't know and about I mean, you, Lisa. And I Joshua, Joshua, I'll show you another reason why you want one because this really does, this does something in all honesty that nobody other, no other product does. I had a resistance band slip off my foot and shatter my nose, okay? I'm a little anti-resistance bands for that reason. I've also spent a lot of time in the gym and you can overwork out and still not lose weight. Joshua? Joshua? Apparently my super fitness model is gone. I don't know where he went rogue. When he comes back and you see on his body how every single muscle fires, every time you pull this thing, you go, oh my God, there's never been anything like this. Since so now my job is I started a company, I promoted it on home shopping, and now what I'm working on is how did Zumba become a thing? Zumba is the stupidest thing in the world. Zumba is dancing to Latin music. Oh my God, we trademarked that, we made it a thing. So the genius behind Zumba, and I'm not, and it's not that it's the stupidest thing, but the idea that you would go, I'm gonna make that a worldwide company, is like, wow. So if Zumba's a thing, Spin Gym can win. If, if Donald Trump can be president, I can be Oprah. It's kind of nice to look at things out there and go, yeah, you know? <laughs> so that is what we're doing with this. Because the other thing about Spin Gym that I love is I grew up with no money. My dad uh, was an engineer, but he had a horrible industrial accident when I was in high school and spent three years in the hospital on 15 operations. And so I know what it's like to be broke. I get a personal charge out of going to the sauna like I just did today, sitting with a whole bunch of women who can't do anything in the sauna because they're, and, and just do this. And they'll go, hey, well, what's that? And here's what I've concluded. You don't ever tell somebody what it is. You don't say, hey, I've sold 2 million of these or I'm Forbes Riley. All I ever say is the perfect pitch. I say, ready ladies? Mm -hmm. You wanna see something cool? And what do you say? Yeah. yeah. Right, everybody says yes. Then I say, give me your thumbs. And people give me their thumbs. I put this on the thumbs, the next thing you know, they're doing it. And within 10 seconds, your boobs are flopping, your shoulders are moving, you feel it in your heart rate. And they're like, how do I get one of these? And I yeah. still think to this day, it's one of the funniest things in the world to have a product that people literally chase me down the street going, I want one, how do I get this from you? That's the way you create a company. You create and enroll something that people want so bad that they can't imagine life without it, whatever it is. It feels like, you know, when you do that movement too, it feels like it's addicting to the sense, like almost like that game Candy Crush, where you just, you know, how long can I go? How long can I go? And you, make, you can make a game out of it. So when you have something like that, people get a little bit addicted to it. So that's kind of cool. That's awesome. It. So like, what do you do? What do you do for fun? What do you do for fun? I know you have like all this business savvy and all the things that you've done to kick off and make all of these enrollments, which by the way, well, I, I do. I also, by the way, this is another crazy thing. I realize if people don't make things that you want, make them yourself. Okay. Find the best ingredients that you can do. So your question is, what do I do for fun? Do I not look like I'm having serious fun right now? You, you do, but, but well, what do you do? How do you do that? I know how you're having serious maintain fun. your bliss? Yeah, how do you maintain bliss? Well, have you seen my fiance? <laughs> Well, see, I'm married to a woman. So if your fiance was J-Lo, then I'd be like, wow. So I get it. Well, actually, but yeah. You know what? The crazy thing is I've got a guy, but if you got a cute girl, I'm still going to go, wow. I love <laughs> I'm all about gorgeous women. Don't kid yourself. In so fact, you somebody asked me that years ago. I started, when I first started my Facebook, I used to have a yes or no question. I would put up these pictures of beautiful women. I'm obsessed with beautiful women. So, and I, the cover of the old Cosmopolitan was shot by Scavulo, like pictures of um, Carol Alt or uh, Christy Brinkley. I was obsessed with like amazing. So I would put uh, these up in there and Christy people said, are you gay? And I'm like, 
I don't know because I only bought women's magazines growing up and I've always grown up looking at pictures of women. So I don't know. Does that make me gay? I don't think no. so, but thank you. No, I'm just joking. Yes. But it's kind of funny. So I just appreciate beauty in all its forms. Mm -hmm. um, and I will see this Joshua, wherever he is, I don't know. I, I, because I don't care whether you're straight or gay. In fact, this is, this is my favorite line when it comes to Joshua. Men will walk up to him and go, men and, and gay women going, damn, I would do you. And I'm like, <laughs> no, actually, they usually say, I'm not gay, but I would do him like that. Then you might want to reconsider. <laughs> but my, my, my usual is I always say, man, I would jump the fence for you. Yeah. There's a couple. There's a couple out there, right? But they're like the whole package. So uh, where is Joshua? I see there's video cameras. What the hell do y'all do in your living room, Forbes? I see video cameras right there. Oh yeah, I'll tell you what, we do everything we can. I, I own a, <laughs> yeah. That's the big thing is, you know, it, it, wait, wait, oh, I'm sorry, here's a picture of him here. There you go, here's his before and after. Oh, that's awesome. So does he compete? He competes? Yeah, in fact, he's competing November 9th. He's kind of grumpy right now because he's got four weeks left to go and he's a vegetarian. That oh. body is a vegetarian. How, How in the heck does he do that? Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, you know, he has a switch in his brain. He's the most, it's fun to live with him because he, he never complains. He's eating Brussels sprouts, asparagus, and rice, and very happy. Mm. And he, he is so, you know, we teach this in business about know your why, right? And go after it. If you've got a really solid why, anything's possible. Well, his why is he's going to win. It's not an option. Mm -hmm. And so he does the things he needs to do. Cardio twice a day. He's in the gym. He spin gyms. And food is just part of his religion. And it's funny because the other man in my life was Jack Belaine. And I talk about that food was his religion as well. And if you are very religiously fanatical about something, you do things that may not even make sense. He would never have, he never had a cake. He never had sugar of any kind. He didn't even have a pizza until he was in his 90s, okay? So when you commit that heavily and you've decided this is what you want. So I play these games with people. One is a what you want game. So Lisa, let's try you for a second. I'm gonna ask you a question a couple of times and you just can't do two things. You cannot repeat yourself. And you there's can't my Joshua. There's Joshua. Oh, wait, there's Joshua. <laughs> I love the way he strolls in. What do you oh, want? Yes. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Good year. All right. So the, can you take your shirt off for a second? I have a, I have a point. Sure. No, no. Because I want to show them why spin gym works so well. We want to see you do the spin gym. So oh, for everyone listening, you're going to have to go to YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys. If you want to see this. All right. Lisa's going to have to get a mop in a minute. <laughs> so we're talking, so we're talking like about why so well now. Can you see? I want you to see his now. Turn around a little bit because actually, right now, this your shoulders look so great. Can you guys see what's yeah. firing on his? It works the lats and everything. Well, all the way down to your lower yeah. back. I mean, oh, you got yeah. and this one product does that all. So, Josh, what do you think of it? What do I think about this thing or you? Oh, I don't know how to see. <laughs> So, with this little thing, I, I took this thing and I did one song to it. And I really did it really hard. And it really kicks, it kicks my ass. So, <laughs> I'll, it'll kick my ass between a three and a half minute to four minute song. And I, I break out a sweat and I get more tired using this than two hours in the gym. Wow. Interesting. That is very interesting. And I think it was awesome to see because the level of definition in your muscle, you can actually see yeah. it's truly firing. Like that's, right. well, it's not that's incredible. incredible. I mean, the harder you do it, the harder it becomes. Yeah. So 
I mean, I can do it as, as light as possible and do this, but if I really do it hard, if you're really, uh -huh. really serious, which is perfect because you can advance depending upon where you are on your fitness journey. You can, yep, grow, it can grow with you. Right. For sure. Another and great you, thing about it is, is that I can just go from doing my tricep to just switching and working my bicep. That's what I was just going to ask too. Is do you guys have like a card that shows the different movements for what how to isolate muscles? We have entire trainings. I have everything okay. that you would ever need. We also do abs. You want to get really crazy? You got to see how this thing does your abs, your legs. We dance with it. We do kickboxing. And we have the most fun with this product on the planet. But it's interesting to see you say that you work two hours in the gym lifting. How heavy? Mm, all the way up to about as much weight the gym has. Right, as much weight as the gym has. And yeah. three minutes it just kicks your ass. It does. Well, it's a different workout. So it's a different type of workout, mm -hmm. which is perfect for anybody who doesn't go to the gym and mm -hmm. doesn't have that much time to go to the gym. But yeah. it really kicks their car. I got to say something. This is really important to know because people are not, you know, they know I sell things on television. They look at Josh and go, wow, who's just saying that? When I met John, we met because of Spin Gym, by the way, in my hotel room in Las Vegas. We were doing a video shoot and he mm -hmm. showed up as a fitness model. And when I asked you the first time and you kind of just played around with it, what did you say about Spin Gym? I wouldn't use it. He actually said he would never use it. But then he realized, what changed your mind? Well, I took it serious. You know, I took it and I really said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try to do get a real workout with it before mm -hmm. with her the first time is just just like showing it to me right it's like and it's not going to build muscle that's not what you use it for but look so lisa's a new mom why would she want it for all these reasons i just said yeah. she's at home she doesn't have time to go to the gym she has a kid she can do this on the couch when the baby's sleeping so anytime that she has some free time she can just pick this up and get a small little workout in what do you think about your phone show oh well, I wouldn't think you're the most amazing person if I wasn't with you, so. Aww, that's you know sweet. What makes me the happiest is to see that I make her happy. So um, I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Hey, okay, so, okay, Forbes, if we wanted to find, if our listeners wanted to find this, like, I know that we could just Google you. Yeah, you can just go to Spin Gym Fitness. That's the best place to go. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. You gotta go to the gym. I know you, you did All that right. first review. Thank you for popping in and thank you for taking the clothes off. Bye, yeah. Joshua. Thanks for getting naked with us. <laughs> okay, Next so, time I'm charging. <laughs> you should. You okay, should. So, actually, very funny story. I did a series of uh, summit things and the other day, and he was in the background. He didn't realize I was talking online, like live. He walked out of that door with nothing on. <laughs> There he goes, he's my, already doing it. <laughs> and my interviewer is laughing her ass off. And I'm like, I don't know what you, I'm like, and then I realized like, oh no. <laughs> but I will tell you what's been great about him. Hey, that was Ashley Black, is that he has, um, he really didn't know what, what this was in the beginning. And I think that's totally fair for you to be curious and go, wait, how could that work? But I'm gonna tell you, I've been doing this for 10 years. We have massive, we have 100 pound weight loss stories because those are women who are never going to the gym. And this little bit of a change has really changed everything in their lives. Just being motivational, just seeing somebody like Joshua caring about it and about me. He doesn't have to do this. He doesn't get paid for any of this. And I'll tell you what, he doesn't lie. He doesn't want to, he doesn't have to. And so that's been very important for me. The other thing that's important for me, and I love that both of you are, have partners, is that being in love changed everything for me too. Mm -hmm. I love my kids very much but I really like having 
someone that I can stand next to and be proud of, who's proud of me, who's willing to, you know, it's a social media world. We're out there. And I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to, I just want to, I just want to be loved. And I want people to know that it's possible. I did not know it was this possible. Isn't that an awesome feeling? It's Isn't it? Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you something else, though. So that same thing, I'm going to share with you that I think it's good not to be in love when you're trying to build a company. Because there's two ways to be. If you're massively in love and your partner is great, then you can do that. But if you're also massively in love and you're dating and stuff, you're, you're distracted. <laughs> and it's hard to be that focused because building a mountain takes a lot of work. It doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. And I love being this, people call you a power couple. That's great and all. But then now there's so many times where I'm not working late anymore. I'm not, I just want to go hang out on the beach and snuggle in bed. And I don't want to get up at 6 a.m. I want to go, I want to stay in bed till noon. Mm -hmm. So it's a funny balance. I just did a podcast with a 17-year-old. And I think he was blown away that I said, look, stop comparing yourself. Stop looking at these 18-year-old millionaires. In my entire 20s, I played. I traveled to Club Med. I created a company called Stripogram. I helped, we did singing and stripping telegrams. I had a blast. I went skiing. I just enjoyed my life. And if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be who I am now. Yeah. But nowadays, with everybody looking at Instagram, well, she's got 1 million followers and I've only got 2,000. My life must suck. No. Go and play. Yeah. And stop because life, life is over in a heartbeat. He and he's lost two dads. I've lost my parents. I've we both lost best friends not long ago. Let me tell you something. When the game is over, it's over. And if you don't play it to have fun, there is no winning. That is gorgeous, right, Lisa? That's like our whole thing is be present in life and enjoy it. Find your so bliss. Do be you happy. Tell us about that. I, yeah, how I, do you I do it? With you. And Jen, it made me think of the term you said last time, comparanoia. Oh. Forbes, how do you do that? Oh, I love that comparanoia. You know, well, it's an interesting thing. Number one, I've always been a disruptor. I've always had my own thoughts about doing things. And apparently I've never had a job resume and I've always created things. So I think it's very important to, because you do need to compare on some level. Some it, the funny thing, everybody needs to find their own, their own time. I think the most important thing you can do is find a group of people to talk to. Like I said, when I was 22 and I started hearing that people at AA had these, these stories, because when you're a kid and you're alone in your house, in your own bedroom, you don't realize what the rest of the world is. You've got a very skewed view of that. Mm -hmm. So my thought is that you have to kind of step one foot in front of the other and go, what makes me happy? What do I love to do? And so let me play a game with you, Lisa, because I, I get a sense of that from you. Miss Lisa, all I'm going to ask you is, what do you want? Okay, I'm going to ask you, what do you want? Oh, I'm live right now? Yeah. What do I want? Honestly, I think what everybody else wants. I want okay, This is my coaching. Number one, don't ever start a sentence with honestly. Because that means that you're not being as honest as you want to be. And no, I don't that, is, that is the truth. I want joy. I want peace. I want harmony. So I want to stop. So wait, Lisa, I get paid tens of thousands of dollars to coach. Watch this. Play with me for a second. I'm going to make, is it okay if I made you happier? Yes. Yeah. I get a sense. How, how old are your kids right now? One and three. One and three. That is a time as a mom's life where you don't matter. You are a machine. Yes. yes I got that. Happiness right now for the next couple of years is not, is not for yours if you don't really get serious about it. The one thing that should make you very happy is to look at your babies and take endless photos and videos and just marvel in the joy of babiness. Because when the babies go away, they put teenagers in their place and it's freaking weird. My husband said something interesting when we, the babies were like two or three weeks old. He's leaning over the crib and he looked at me and he said, don't get mad at me. 
I don't love them. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad you said that. Thank you. Thank you, because I don't love them either. They're these two little poopy machines who are sucking on my breast, who are not, they don't do anything. I'm exhausted. Everything on me hurts. And everyone who comes over only wants to go, oh, look at them. I'm like, what's to look at? They don't do anything. And then one day, my daughter, like four weeks, smiled. And I thought, oh. So one was to give myself a break for yeah. not feeling the, oh my God, I have, the... now, don't get me wrong. I love them to pieces, but it felt good to have somebody else like acknowledge that it's just work at some point. Right. Um, but you've got to step out, my Lisa. How old are you? 38. Okay, good. I'm glad that you're older because I was 42 when I had my kids. I think when you're really young, it's hard to appreciate them and live your life. So the next thing, I'm just, let me just ask you a couple of questions and let me interrupt you and let me play this game. Okay. When I asked you what you wanted, girlfriend, you just gave me a laundry list of what other people want. So let's play the game again. Name me one thing. What do you want? Freedom. Oh, that's interesting. From what? Um, just like no constraints, financially, time, no constraints, freedom, freedom to just be, live. That's an interesting, you're going to have to kind of live, what do you want? The only rules are you cannot repeat the same answer twice, go. Abundance. What do you want? No limits. What do you want? Um, God, you're going to make me cry. Oh, she's tough on you, Lisa. I'm not being tough. I only asked her, what do you want three times, baby girl? What do you want? I have so many things. Um, I mean, I think back to my original answer. I want happiness. Okay. I've already heard all those things. Do me a favor. Dig deeper. What do you want? Support. What do you want? Support. What does that mean? Encouragement, reassurance. Okay. Does your partner know that you want these things? Yeah. What do you want? Stop trying to push it in. Stop trying to be glamorous right now. You said this is a pretty powerful moment. Stop playing with your hair. And I'm, I'm serious right now. This is what I do for a living. Don't touch, if you touch your face one more time, I'm coming to where you are. I'm, gonna I'm wiping my tears. I don't want you to wipe your tears. Um, I want you to feel your tears. Stop being somebody. I want who, my, I want, yeah. Stop being somebody who has to be perfect. That's one of the things you've been trying to live up to your whole life, hasn't it? Yeah. Babies are not perfect. Screw you, Forbes. I got it. I got it. This is what I do. This is the magic. I have a feeling that's not the first time she's heard that, Lisa. No, that's okay. You know what? My purpose on this planet's got nothing to do with me anymore. If I can get to you in about five minutes and get you to go this deep, congratulations for both of us for being willing to be that open. Because that's the only thing in life that matters. You ask me how I find my bliss, and I'm showing you. Because you get to go through. One of the things is to know what you truly want which is interesting. So look at me again. What do you want? Not allowed to wipe my face. Um, I put your hands down. 
I mean, I think it all comes down to love. It's part of it. So I touched a real hot button when you talked about being perfect. Mm -hmm. See, here's the thing that's going on right now that's so freaking beautiful to me is that most of the time, nobody cares what we really want. We say these words that we think we want. Your number one word was freedom, yet you have two children and a husband and a career and a podcast. So you've created everything to not be free. If you really wanted to be free, you'd be running around Bali in a bathing suit right now. That isn't really what you wanted. You want to be, you want to be acknowledged for who you are. You want to feel powerful. Words that you've not chosen to say yet. Because somebody told you that you're not worth all those words. And you get to own them. And you want a partner to share this with you who makes you feel worthy on a regular basis. So start standing up and saying, this is what I want. It's not what I deserve or what I need. It's what I want. And you're allowed to want things every day. You know, people who are like you but don't have kids say they want a family. They don't actually know what that means, do they? Nope. No, it's a challenge, isn't it? Absolutely. Be careful what you wish for sometimes because you just might it be. <laughs> it's not what you thought it would be. Interesting. What did you think it would be? Um, you know, I thought it would be, uh, the perfect life and happiness and all this, but I mean, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, especially having kids later in life, right? I mean, you're so used to your freedom and I've traveled to 22 countries and lived abroad and all these things to experience in your life. And then all of a sudden you're stuck. Well, so you got to watch the words. If you were one of my coaching and, and you got to hear this, you, you keep using the word stuck. And I kind of look at you going, you know what? You got to realign your wants. Yeah. And, I, and I, you have lived in 22 countries. Congratulations. You're actually, you've got the perfect life right now, even though that I don't like that word for you at all. Your life looks different now, but I think yeah. you need to sit down and evaluate what freedom looks like having two beautiful children. Because I didn't hear you say that you wanted anything for them yet. Just look at this and look at a moment going, wow, I have the dream. I, I did, I lived my life. And it does get different. And yeah, you, by the way, I've traveled all over the world with my children. My daughter has been to more places, but both of them have, but she became my little companion. We did a three week trek through Europe when I had all these things to film and she became my partner doing that. Now at 16, she is an internet marketer and loves what she does. So I will tell you what, you create these amazing creatures. I'm just thinking that people in your world don't really understand that or what you've been doing. I, you see from the outside. We hear every little word that you said, every little nuance, every time you moved your head, when you asked a question that kind of belied what you actually said truthfully. Yeah, absolutely. I guess so for you, I'm excited, you know, congratulations that we bumped into each other because you're embarking on the next journey. That is the greatest journey ever. I'm a huge fan of being a mom. I was 42 years without kids. Kids are not for everybody, but I got to tell you, it's the coolest thing. I'm at a point now where I'm at the other end of the spectrum and I'm very sad a lot of the time because my kids don't need me anymore. Right, right. All of a sudden they're like, mom, I got the car and I'll see you later. I'm like, well, wait, where are you going? No, bye mom. I'm like, no, wait. And my daughter's like, mom, I can't wait to go see these countries. And then she broke my heart the other day when she said, I can't wait. She said, does it make you sad that the most of my life is ahead of me and you might not get to see it? Wow, baby girl, you know, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, I'd like to see as much as I can, but I am an older mom. I'm 42 years older than my baby girl and my boy. Yeah. So who knows what I get to see? Yeah. So I will tell you, take a moment, reinvest, take some time for you and hubby away from babies. Take each baby separately. Spend time with, you've got to separate them. This is the thing that some moms don't do. 
spend time just with the one-year-old all by yourself then spend time with the three-year-old all by you, you it, they, because otherwise they become this team that gangs up on you and very often i've just taken my son or my daughter for an entire week somewhere to get to know them right. not them as my children right right it will change your perspective absolutely yeah I, no, I, uh, go ahead. I think that Forbes first of all how I, I gotta know how long was the pre-screen call between you two zero that's what I thought that's what I thought so Lisa <laughs> the fact that she just came on here and summed you up in like 45 seconds and could see your pain at the level that I know you're experiencing but it's seriously incredible like she just saw and she knew that's like that's intuition. I know that the episode went completely in a different direction, Lisa, but I feel like you needed it. She's been going through a really tough spot for the past few weeks about whether or not to move her business forward or continue down the corporate path. And I have been trying to encourage her to do something that I think she needs to do for the longevity of her family and really dive deep and get to the root cause. So that was that was really cool. It was really interesting. I but now we know. So that's how she does her bliss. She gives back to the world. Yeah. The world. And what's what interesting, Forbes, is that what you just did to me, that, that's how I coach as well. I'm very intuitive. And what people are saying versus what I hear are two different things. Congratulations. And it's a beautiful gift. Um, I'm not great at doing it with myself. A lot of Who the time. fuck is? But... <laughs> Yeah, well, what you just did is so amazing because, um, God, you know, the world needs it. The world needs it. It's almost like when a medium walks up to someone and says, have you recently lost a grandparent? And they're like, yes. And they're like, your grandparents here, they have a message, right? It's like, we need more of those. Just like, I'm going to interject in your life. And I don't care that this is supposed to be a freaking podcast about business right now like this is what needs to happen right now i'm going to be obedient to that that's amazing and keep doing it you know what it reminded me of, it reminded me of how you are with others and so it was awesome for me i've known lisa for 15 years forbes so i'm like i know her for 15 years and i'm watching this and i'm like oh she's doing she's lisa in herself that was yeah <laughs> that was cool no and it's it's interesting because i get invited on a lot of podcasts who want to talk about business acumen and i think you can do that with anybody who's successful they'll just tell you how they got there yeah that isn't what's it doesn't seem to be as interesting and you're right you do just hear it um it's fascinating i actually don't know as a business how to explode this i kind of want to take a thing and just do the healing because i'm weirdly good at it yeah and i love doing it and i can't seem to stop doing it I will tell you, I've had more than one business entity saying, you know, can you not make people cry? And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I, you know, I know it's that interesting that you say that because I cry easily. I have my whole life. I'm very tenderhearted. And in the business setting, you know, I just recently heard someone say, hey, you know, watch out for so-and-so. She cries easily. And they didn't know that I was like that. And I was like, time out. Like I'm a crier and, and if someone cries and that's how they express their emotions, we need to be cool with that. So yeah. uh, the fact that you make people cry, like more people just need to, like that's for, other, if, if that makes other people uncomfortable, that's for them to figure out. Well, it's right? just about a level of energy that you get to release. If it comes out through your eyes, that's great as opposed to bobbing it up. So Miss yeah. Conky over there, I see kids behind you. Who do you have oh, to I, I have four kids. Four? I have four kids. I have four kids, yeah. How old are they? 
I have twin eight-year-old boy, girl, they're fraternal. And then I have a seven-year-old son and a five-year-old daughter. I have, I have wow, you got like the massive, wow. Yeah, yeah. And they're, and they're all like eight and under and it's a blast right now. So we literally, I, I have been trying to be as present as possible in their life, like baseball, they do baseball. We all do jujitsu jiu together. Well, four of us do jujitsu and then the other two do Krav Maga, but we try to get into like their lives and experience it with them and then show them different experiences. As a matter of fact, when we get done today, we're driving to the Grand Canyon and we've been kind of showing them stuff and they all have their little vision books. Like our oldest son has a a little binder he wants to go to Hawaii and he's already picking out his experiences when he goes to Hawaii what he's gonna do he asks crazy questions like what's the best country to go to and I'm like well you know like you said Google it let's find out and so he's he's trying to figure out what he wants to do when he grows up to see the world and then I have my other daughter like his twin sister she wants to save animals when she grows up and then our, our youngest son he wants to build stuff and then our youngest daughter she's like I will be on stage so we, we constantly, because we have a gratitude journal that we have them write in at night and they read and we ask them, what does your life look like? What does happiness look like to you? And what do you want to be? You know, how do you want to be? And they'll tell us and we try to nurture it. And then we try to be present, but we're also entrepreneurs. So we have real estate is what we primarily do for because We flip and we buy and hold. So we have a portfolio. And once that kind of like settled down, I was like, I really want to just try to do something different. So I started doing this. And then Lisa called me with this bitchin' podcast idea. And I was like, sure, I'll do it with you. Sure. And so we're trying to like diversify our revenue incomes. But while we're doing it, we're talking and teaching our kids on, you know, this is what you do. You just find out what's going to bring you joy and then try to monetize it. Mm -hmm. And so that part has been pretty fun. But my four kids, they're a fucking blast. <laughs> They are a blast. They're at that age where it's like, they're not the one in three-year-olds. And Lisa, I know what you went through. I went through it. it and it is. It's like, it's thankless. She's right. It's a thankless it's job. A season. But it's, it's so season. rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I have amazing kids. Yeah. And by the way, I love it. I mean, those are my favorite photos. I have hundreds of photos of my little guys as little guys. And I love that so much. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. You know what? It, it is a season. And I, it's just enjoy it to no end. I love So what is the... <laughs> We should probably get back to what is the concept behind your podcast? Yeah, we well, we usually try to bring people in who are in business, whether they're a business owner, how they got their business thriving, or if they're in business in corporate America, like what do you do? How do you impact your business? And then, but what do you do to find joy in life and balance the bliss so that, you know, as you're going through life, you have your business going along, but a lot of people lose touch with the bliss side, like they're a mom and they're still working and they're trying to figure that out, but, or, or they have a relationship that they're in and they're still going and they have business and so does their spouse, but they can't figure out the relationship. He's like, how are you, how we're trying to get people on that can bring it all together. And I, I literally, my wife is the one that found you Forbes and was like, Oh, she looks like she's got it and she's got it going on. And then she's got this fiance. And so she looks like she could probably be a pretty good candidate. And I was like, cool, let's reach out. So we're trying for our listeners they're all struggling with, yeah, fuck, I have my shit together in business, but I don't know how to do bliss. Or I have my shit together in bliss, but I don't know how to do business. I'm just all the fun. So we're trying to find people that can bring it together and help people. This is how you get it all. And so what are the couple of things that you tell people to have it all? So for me, for me, I have focus on mindset in the morning. So you have to have routines. It's all about routines. I wake up in the morning and I kind of be present with myself, do my meditation. I do I have a, a vision board that I did a, a breakthrough session. So I, I broke a board. I almost want to bring it over here and show you because I'm so I do. I want to see it. No, I want to see it because I'm actually okay, going cool. to do a yeah. new board. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just really pumped about it. Sorry. So no, this no. is my board. And I went through, uh, sorry for my selfie light. 
it's kind of messing that up. Okay. okay I got it. Yeah. So I wrote down everything like as if my as if statements. And then on the back side of it, I wrote all the obstacles that at the time I figured were going to prevent me from it. Right. And I went through this 15 day class where they were like, yeah, everybody has obstacles. Fucking get over it. And so day class. Wow. Yeah. And so I went through the whole process and um, I ended up doing the board break. So, and my mentor, my coach at the, like you put the obstacles face down so that when you break it, you're breaking through your obstacles. You don't see them anymore. All you see is what you want and what right. you want is in front of you and you break through the obstacles. So it was like a metaphorical thing. So every morning I wake up and I come in here, I have it hanging in my office before I do jack shit for the day. I look at it and I anchor and I remember that's why that was all of my why that was like the two weeks was so like my wife brought the kids to the hotel and every day after the class I would go back and I'd be like oh my god this is all the shit I found out about myself and this is what I want to do me a favor in a private chat text me who you studied with I'm just curious to see who that is I don't know if you want to publicize the person but I would like oh, to no, know I don't care. It's Dr. Matt James Dr. Matt James never heard of that person yeah he a Dr. Matt James with the empowerment partnership he his dad um trained with Tony Robbins um so I did that, that training with him. He's amazing. Um, as a matter of fact, I just came back. I, I did an assist at one of his NLP practitioner seminars that he does on the weekends. And I last night just wrapped that up. I was there for four days. He's, he's an amazing human being. So I did that 50 training with him, the 15 days. And so I come in in the morning, I read through that. I do my meditation. I get my kids going in the morning. My whole thing is about routines and balance. And so when it comes to my kids, when it comes to my wife, when it comes to business, I have like what we're trying to balance it all together and integrate it. So it's not just a task list. It's like my wife and I have like two business meetings a week. And plus we all, we, we try to date. So we'll go out on dates so that we can stay connected. Cause when you have four kids, it's very difficult. Oh, and then I we, you. Yeah. You know, we try to teach the kids the same thing. We want them to see what a loving relationship looks like. And so that there's good communication and there's, you know, there's effective boundaries and yet where there's respect, you know? So those are the types of things. Let that me I ask do. you the question. So what's your first memory in life? My first memory of life? In life, yeah. I would have to say it was my dad teaching me to tie my shoes. Okay, what decision did you make about life based on that moment? Oh, that I could do whatever I could, whatever I put my mind to, because that's what he said. Right. So I would have predicted that. That's so, Lisa, you need to hear that. That's, that's one of the, you're one of the rare people in the planet that I've ever reached who have that decision. Lisa, what's your first memory in life? This is gonna be the difference. Go ahead, what is it? It's so crazy, I've never heard anybody ask me that. This. I think I have to go. No, come over here. What's your- air this episode, like- We'll cut this out, it's okay, just go for it. Okay, we'll cut it up. What's your first memory? My mom leaving. Oh, honey. No, 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 don't, hang on. What decision yes, did you make about life based on that? I don't know. I think I can figure it out on my own. I can make it on my own. I think it's not I can, it's I have to make it on my own. That, now listen to, so listen I'm to- I'm in such a vulnerable place right now. This is like not the good timing for this interview. No, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect timing, Lisa. Let me share something with you. You are more typical of all the women that I talk to. That I can do it everything and figuring out that's a very that's a very unique perspective. That means her little girls in line with her, which is why those things are working. You and I did not have the best first memory or the best first decision. Mine was finding my grandmother dead on the ground um, in, in my bedroom and my mom not being happy. And I spent my whole life trying to make her happy. And it was a very negative thing that plagued me for a very long time. 
I'm going to tell you that your shift is actually very simple. The fact that it has to do with your mom leaving, all of a sudden you got a little unhappier when you became a mom. Just think about that for a little bit, that the decision that you made about the word mom. You know, I had to redefine the word mom for myself. I redefined a lot of words, but mom became moments of memories. Because I started to kind of resent the fact that mommy, my diaper's dirty, mommy this, mommy that. And I was like, wait a second, I wanted to be a mom so bad. Now that I am, I hate the word. And when I realized that if I could just carve out amazing memories with these little ones, that's what being a mom really is for me. Yeah, no, I agree. And for me, that's why, you know, that's honestly where this whole podcast came from is business and bliss. Like, how do you figure out a business that gives you the freedom so that you're not rushing around and chaotic and always busy doing life and that your children are distractions and that you can just be present with your children and not have the hustle. Okay, I'm going to tell you that the most, but I'm going to tell you the most important thing that you're missing is that little healing part of when you were a kid. You haven't healed that. You haven't gotten mad enough at your mom for what she did to you back then. Just bear with me here because it's playing itself out now. Did she ever come back? Um, yeah, I mean, she's in my life now. Okay, but she wasn't. And we're talking about how the little four-year-old inside of you is running your ship. You're letting a little kid drive your bus and it's kind of driving you crazy. By I the way, went through scheduled on October 15th with Jen Conkey. <laughs> we're doing a breakthrough session. I'm so, doing a breakthrough session. I know I'm fucked up. I know I'm fucked up. And uh, I, I don't, no, 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 baby girl. I know. Well, by the way, I know you're not fucked up. That's not something I even well, talk about. I know that. I know that my head is not straight and I'm ready to be done with it. But Jen, that's the kind of stuff that we learned at NLP, right? And you can fix that for her. That's yeah. exactly why I reached out. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think this is incredible. Like Lisa, this is why NLP is what I keep telling you. Like she got on here and within 45 seconds, nailed it. She nailed it. And, and so what I will share with you, if you guys are, you know, Jen, if you're courageous enough to air this interview, and here's why you want to do that. For the same reason that I went to the AA meeting, because it's not all really, you asked with a big smile, so what's your bliss? As though I could give you a magic answer. I am showing you how I found my bliss. I went through trainings. I went through breakthroughs. I cried my eyes out over and over again. I had people push my buttons. I said, fuck you to more people going, stop pushing me. I don't need your help until I got to the point where I am. And I would not be who I am had I not gone through it. You can't go around it. You cannot, my love, stop touching your hair. You cannot pretend it doesn't exist. And so if you, when you air this episode, what you're gonna show women out there is you must be courageous enough to face the things that are not perfect. You must be willing to bear your soul and go, maybe I don't know it all. They didn't teach me how to handle life in school. There are no rules. My mom didn't show me shit. My mom, when I left at 17, she didn't do anything with her life. She was 260 pounds. And my entire reason for being was I don't wanna be like her. That was my direction. Well, that's not real positive. It's not really nurturing. And I got lost and spent a lot, a lot of years. I'm fucking 59 years old. I would love some of those years back that I wandered around wondering, how do you find someone to help you and fix this? I had to do a wall in my TV studio of all of my accomplishments and they are massive because I couldn't remember most of them. I didn't remember being happy, being on Broadway or starring in movies or meeting all these celebrities because I was so busy doing and so used to being unhappy. I said the stupidest thing the other day to my fiance. We got in a little fight. I said, yeah, you know what? You can leave because I'm used to being happy. You go away, I'll be fine. I thought I was through with that stuff. But, you know, because I get it. That's so what you're dealing with is what other women need to hear. 
Let me hear. Let me say that one more time. It is what they need to hear more than anything else you could say on this show. They need to know that you were willing enough to be vulnerable and honest, that you don't have it all together, but you're still successful. That's interesting, right? How do you find your bliss? Do exactly the kind of work that we're doing right now. And I will tell you. How I find my bliss is two things. Number, I'm not, Jen has a whole like regimen and has all that shit. That's not me. That's great. I will never be on that level. And I, the thing is for me, but I didn't have that before my breakthrough. I was a hot fucking mess. We know that. Okay. That's true. I mean, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I was a hot fucking mess. And we know that. That the breakthrough made a difference for you. Um, so I'm excited to do that. But my point is for me, it is mindset. It's reminding myself that the, that the journey is the destination. Like this is what I signed up for. Like this is the more, the more I learn, the more I fine tune me, the more I grow and evolve, the more I can help others is honestly like how, how I move through it. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's what it's about for me. Well, here's the thing. Were you a straight A student in school? Cut close to it. Of course you were. That's not what life is about. I wasn't. (laughs) Then trust me, I know you weren't. (laughs) You don't know me, Forbes. (laughs) Yes, I do. Trust me, all I have to do is just kind of key in. I do know. And what's exciting here is that word hot mess. I'd love to hear kind of what a hot mess that you were before. All you got to do is Google my YouTube. I did a, a talk in Vegas at the Mandalay Bay, what, three weeks ago? Just Google Jen Conkey, it'll come up and you'll see it. It's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, you'll see. All right, I'll yeah, do that. You probably got me pegged. Well, but you know what? That's what's so cool about doing this work. I love doing it and I love sharing this interview with you guys. I love the fact that you're both moms. Congratulations, because that seems to be the only kind of people that I really want to spend time with. Yeah. If you're not a mom, you just don't get how challenging it is to split your focus all day, right. every day. Yeah. Every moment of every day, your focus is never 100%. At any moment, your kid calls, something's wrong, bang, you're gone. Yep. It yep. doesn't happen, Oprah Winfrey, when you have just puppies at home. I don't care how much you love them. Yeah, that's true. Forbes, it's been awesome. We have another podcast that we got to start recording in a couple of minutes, but I feel like we could talk to her for hours. I don't have any makeup with me. <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah, still look I- fucking gorgeous. You're fine. Lisa, I love you for your courage. Thank you. I think we should at some point do another recap of just business without getting emotional. But for me, this has been a very profound hour and I loved it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. We're definitely going to call you back, please. Bye, you guys. I'll talk Thank to you. You can be our first repeat guest here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will make sure you guys get spin gym. Send me your addresses. Let's follow love you. Bye, you All guys. right. Have a good one.